All right. Oh, big app. There we go. Big app. Boom. Excuse me, sir. I couldn't help but notice you were checking out my big app. That's right. Yeah, buddy. Oh, there I am. I'm all plugged in. Boom. I hear myself. We're good to go. I'm going to turn that down. I'm going to turn this up. And here we go. Action. This is it. This is our one year anniversary. We made it. We made it a year. Does it feel like a year? Or does it feel like more than a year? Because uh, that, that's a lot. That's a lot of 2020 in right. our rearview mirror. Am I right? Yeah. It's a big Which year. A lot of people said was one of the longest years ever. That's right. But for me, not so much. Mm-hmm. It didn't it didn't feel that long to me. I yeah, I think you. I had other other things to focus on. Like you had a couple you know, things going on, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's so <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there was like five months of it where it didn't work, and like right, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I man. don't know how much time I. Although you did shortly, uh, three short, months, about three months. Yeah, because then you started doing some work from home, and yeah, and you had your makeshift desk. Yeah, it was there. about July. About yeah. July, about the yeah, time. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're here, and it's been a year. Yeah, I'm a poet. But I know it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the opposite of important. My name is Lance. Over here we have Joe. If you are tuning into this episode and you don't know who we are, welcome. Hey, welcome. Welcome. This it's, is your first episode? This this is your first okay. episode. They saw the 99. Yep. And they saw something about a one-year anniversary. I don't know what I'm going to put there. That's where we're at. Got to put something. Uh, but this is it. We've been going strong uh long strong and down to get the, the friction, friction on, on. That's yeah right. hey, that's ladies. us i have something for our um anniversary Aww. slash we're gonna call it a birthday although there was no birth but it makes sense in the context of what i'm about to play Happy birthday. Uh-huh. you know it you know That's for us. I like it. It's rare that I get to play a song just for us, Joe. I know. Except for every time we play a song. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Weird Al. You, uh, you are the gift that keeps on giving. You complete me. That was from Album Numero Uno. The it's self-titled. self-titled. That's yeah. right. Polka. It's all wall-to-wall polka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe in that song. So he says all this shit that's wrong with the world, but still, happy birthday, and then I think after the second verse, he has a second where he says, come on, boys and girls, sing along, okay? Mm. I like it. Broccoli and beer. Mm-hmm. Broccoli and beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, broccoli so, like, and beer. What kind of combo would that be? <laughs> oh, my God. You know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, I'm not a big fan of beer. Like, I'll drink it. Um, but broccoli is the devil's food. Right. There's no good reason that anybody should eat broccoli. Give me, give me one good reason. And I actually I'll turn had right a, back around. Tracy, oh, thank, right, you. There go. thank you. Um, I do have some broccoli salad that I got from Hy-Vee. It's gross. Just it's flush good. it. It was like broccoli with like I think cranberries in it. And no, like a nice. Ugh. I was feeling. I was feeling springy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the. <laughs> I mean, this is all audio. So Who let the cat in. Come on. <laughs> Fucking Brock. I, I have. I don't go to it. I have the worst memories of my mom trying to get me to eat broccoli. Mm. And it was one of those things, something about my taste buds or something that was just in my brain about it. It would it would make me gag when I tried to eat it like it would physically make me sick. And, you know, you think of kids and like I think of my kids, they none of them do any of this stuff. And that's because Becky's been feeding them vegetables since day one you know that's it's fine with them but for me i know that my mom thought that i was full of shit as a kid 
and like just fucking eat it. You know, it's it's food. Just eat it. But it was a physical manifestation, <laughs> like, like a no, reaction that it. I I could not keep it in my mouth. And I can't imagine that it was like I know I wasn't pretending. Mm-hmm. Like it physically made me gag when I tasted it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. it yeah. I don't care. And then she would start and she would put like cheese on it, like cheesy broccoli. Like that's going to help. Ugh. It's like polishing a turd that Why? you have to eat. Why is this always a barrier? It's fucking gross, man. And kids. Just eat the tomato. Right. Just eat this one thing you hate. And they put mm-hmm. all the spotlights on the one thing you hate. Yeah. Like, I don't like tomato. Nah. Yeah, I don't. No good, man. But Boo. hey, Joe got a COVID test today. I did. And it didn't have to go that deep. No. Not that deep. That's not. No, 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 no. So I got a procedure coming up on Monday where I get my stints switched out. I do not like this. And mm. I am suggesting once again that you tell the doctor it's not necessary. Right. I'm like, uh. So anyway, um, I. Each time I've had it done, I've had to go in like a few days. So it's Friday, have it Monday. And so uh, I went in today, and uh, the last couple tests I've done before a procedure is yeah. a spit test. They basically give you like a, a ketchup cup, <laughs> basically. And they just said, just just cover the bottom. Just cover the bottom. When they run out, they run to Taco John's and like, whoops, grab sorry. some more. Yeah, so... They just said, just cover the bottom. Don't worry. There's plenty there. I'm like, okay, yeah. great. And uh, those times went smooth. And this time, they gave me a baggie and a ticket. And then mm-hmm. there's something in the baggie that I've never seen before. And ah. then I'm like, okay, roll up the station three over there. And I roll in. And this is honestly, this is in a charter. You've seen it a hundred times probably. Okay. Um, but it's on Lincoln Way. And it's a, <laughs> it's a place where they service charter buses. So ah. I'm like... It just looked janky right off the bat. Mm. So I like I'm looking around and there's like some cars in the parking lot. It's all gravel. Mm-hmm. I'm going through like this little rolly fence, right? Yeah. And I keep on driving. It says keep keep going, follow the signs, follow. Okay. The signs. And I go to the back and then it says call this number or whatever. And I'm just like, am I in the right? Okay. I mean, all the signs are here. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this big bay door just goes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I guess I gotta go go in there, and I roll up in there, and there's someone in like a lab coat, and it's like, "Are you here for your uh, your test?" I'm like, "I am, thank you." Mm-hmm. And what's your last name? Great, we have your information. And then like, I'm going straight through. So on either end of me, there are giant charter buses. Yeah, and it just felt like it just felt like a scene in a movie where it's like, like you shouldn't be there. Yeah, where yeah. it's like I'm doing like some dirty deal. <laughs> Or I don't know, but it was just like, okay, I rolled up to station three and then she's she's approving all my insurance and like, okay, and information. And yeah. uh, she said, uh, well, here's the deal. Um, you've had the COVID test before with spit and uh, we've changed it because some people... That was too easy. Yes, because apparently some people couldn't produce enough spit to cover the bottom of like the cup yeah. or whatever. So in order to kind of make it go quicker and streamlined, we have a smaller... We have to go nasal. So I'm sitting there mm-hmm. going like, uh-oh. It's like, well, it doesn't it doesn't like poke your brain like the early days. Uh, but we go in a little bit and then we just kind of move it around. Okay, here we go. And then she did it on the first nostril and it was just like... It's... The the sensation was like you were mm-hmm. about to sneeze, but you couldn't sneeze. Mm-hmm. Kind of that kind of ha, 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 oh yeah, ha, that, that kind is of, weird. That weird sensation, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm ready for the other one." I'm like, and then my eyes started watering. I'm like, "Ha, ha, ha!" And I didn't know exactly how long she was doing it, but I swear to God, it felt like thirty whole seconds. It's like the longest <laughs> in my life. I'm just sitting there, just like gripping the steering wheel. Just, that's so weird. Ha, ha, ha! <laughs> just like, and she, it's like, yeah, and that's it. We're done. We're done. Like, okay, all right, great, thanks. That cool. was that was the next best thing to getting lasers shot at your eyeballs. Yeah, there you go. It's like not quite as invasive and they they're not forcing your nostrils to yeah. stay open ah, yeah <laughs> oh man oh there it is uh, that afternoon yawn anyway so yeah i had a bottle of champagne last night yeah uh, yeah did you did you pop it last night mm-hmm. or was it popped before i popped it and drank i've never drank a whole bottle of champagne i before. did make the observation that you should have saved it for today i know but 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 joe likes to have champagne yeah, every day for no reason i'm just like <laughs> why not I just kind of wanted to. It's eleven bucks. What are you going to do? It's not bad. No, barefoot. Maybe because this is interesting. So, and we discussed this before. The ninety ninth episode just so happened to be our one year mm. anniversary, but we've got our hundredth episode coming up next. Uh huh. So maybe champagne. Champagne. Mm-hmm. Champagne. What? So what? your 
your champagne. Was yeah. it delicious? It was good. I need you to describe it to me. It was sweet. Like I am drinking it. It was very sweet mm-hmm. on the flavor profile mm-hmm. and very bubbly. And it was a barefoot brand of mm-hmm. wine, champagne. And uh, it had like the little uh, flavor profile on the, on the back of it. Yeah. So it showed exactly like, is it dry? Is it sweet? I'm like, eh, it's closer to the sweet side. Okay, nice. cool. Yeah. And then it just kind of like kept on. I don't know. It just it went down easy. And how'd you feel this morning? Um, I knew I drank a whole bottle. I knew that. I don't know how many quote unquote glasses were in there. Yeah, I guess plenty. Yeah. Was it a thick bottle or was it yeah. like a? It was a okay. thick bottle, like like a regular champagne kind of yeah. thing. And then uh, I woke up a couple times at night, and then I had my big water bottle, forty ounces of water. Mm-hmm. So I planned this ahead of time. I forty up, ounces to freedom. Yeah, I filled up my water bottle before bed. And then had it on my nightstand, and then like a f- couple times in the night, and just like I didn't look at my, didn't open my eyes, yeah, I didn't look at my phone, I just went, bluh, bluh, bluh. like I think I just drank half of that, and then it kind of went back to bed about eight o'clock in the morning, drunk, <laughs> and yeah. Do you have to get up like right when you go to bed to go to the bathroom? My body does this thing as soon, like even if I went as soon as I lay down, it's like well. Apparently, I have to go mm-hmm. again. I think that means I'm old, but I'm not sure that's uh, scientific. For a minute there, I would maybe drink something at night. Yeah, like you know, I don't feel like I'm where... drinking that much though. It's like the it's like my bladder's getting comfortable, and it's like you know, once I lay down, it's almost instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Like now, nah, you're not done. Mine's not instant, but it's for a minute there. It hasn't happened for a while. Yeah, but uh, you know, it would be like. Eight nine o'clock at night, I might actually go to bed at ten. Yeah, but around that time, I'm sipping on like tea, water, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But then I actually settle down, and then all of a sudden at like one thirty, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, looks like I'm heading to the bathroom with my eyes shut, trying not to wake myself yeah. up. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's interesting because, like, if I'm, I don't know, sometimes I feel like if I'm distracted, then it doesn't happen. So I'm wondering if it's just all in my head. It but, could be. But if it doesn't happen, or even if it does, I rarely wake up in the middle of the night. There was a time a few months ago, nobody cares about this. I don't know why we're talking, but there was a time a few months ago that I would wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, I've got to stop this. And I don't know what I did, but I stopped it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm drinking less or more or Anything like that. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. But this is a nice segue. That's right. Into us talking about peeing with somebody else. That's right. So I think I know where this is going. I I think you do too. (laughs) I'm not sure exactly where to start it though. Mm -hmm. But a long time ago, a comedian, actor named Bob Saget Mm -hmm. started a podcast. That's right. And I've been a fan of his for a long, 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 long Mm -hmm. time. I didn't know until last night that you actually seen him in person. Yeah. So I didn't know that that, Mm -hmm. uh, detail. Oh, I wish I had some sort of like video or something. But anyway, I started listening to this podcast. And then I found out on the podcast that he was doing this thing where he would call people to talk to them on his podcast. So you were supposed to call this number. And so I did. I left a message. And in the thing, it said like, "Hey, let's let's ch- uh, like the outgoing voice voicemail was him. It's like, hey, this is Bob. Let's leave a message if you want to talk about this, that, or the other, and let's try to talk about anything but politics or whatever." And and so I left a message. I can't remember what I said. I probably sounded like an idiot, but I said, "I hey, I'd love to chat, and I would be more than happy to not talk about politics because oh we were we were not out of the the Trump era Mm-mm. yet." And so this would have been like October. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sorry that my stories take forever, but we will get to where <laughs> we're going. This I is promise. all build up. This uh, is yeah. great. This is so great. So I'm at the bar and you'll hear a bit about this, but I'm at the bar working on a game. I get a phone call and I, I my phone wasn't on. The ringer wasn't on, but I happened to be like bending down enough that I could feel it on my ass. Like- and like you do. Yep, normal. Totally normal. <laughs> and I answered the phone, and he said, hey, Lance, this is Bob. But that's not a good Bob. Yeah. But I, if I worked on it, maybe I could get better. I talked to him 
for like 20 minutes. Yeah. It was great. I went outside. I, I walked as far away from the building and, and the sounds and as I could, just hoping that because the bar is right next to train tracks. Yeah. So I'm like, this would be an epically shitty time for there to be a train. <laughs> because, yeah, if I had gone back inside, there, I had my kids plus uh, my youngest brother in there just playing games, playing skee ball and whatever. Yeah. And uh, it was great. And we had a fantastic fucking conversation. So then after this, I'd wait and I wait and I wait. And he even in the thing said, hey, do you mind if I put this in my podcast? And I'm like, of course not. And uh, it never showed up. Yeah, it it just never showed up because immediately then, you called me and said, mm-hmm. "Dude, I just had to tell someone. I just got off the phone with Bob Saget. I'm like, what? Right? What? And I knew about this, so you're kind of telling me. So both of us have been kind of keeping our eyes. Yeah, I'm like when's the next? Okay, is Lance showing up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what happened was what I was worried about. People want to hear a podcast of his where he's talking to other celebrities or other comedians, and not so much. Him talking to Every the random person. Yeah. Me. Right. I'm I'm the rando. <laughs> so that was where my mind went. I, I thought that's what happened. And lo and behold, we did kind of find out that that's the thing, that the algorithms out there were telling his people that help produce the podcast that people were listening to more of the interviews as opposed to making phone calls. Right. And I mean, to be fair, mm-hmm. I listened to some of the other episodes where he was making phone calls, right. but I didn't. They they weren't as exciting to right. me because I don't know these people. So Bob would have maybe six, seven callers lined up. Yeah. And uh, so he'll kind of preface it and be like, all right, here's the first caller. And then, uh, hey, hey George, it's Bob Sag, or whoever it is. And it was cool. And it was and cool. It, yeah, it was and neat. you never know what, like, where they're at. Oh, we're just having dinner right now. Hey, babe, Bob Sag says hi. <laughs> it's like, okay, or hey. So that's kind of what the episode was kind of. It was well, like six, and the, seven and the premise of his podcast, it, it's called Bob Saget's Here For You. Yeah. And it was like talking through things because it was a shit show. Like he had just started 2020 was a shit show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because 2020 was a shit show and it's like it just felt nice to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody that you admire or respect like Bob Saget that gives you a call, that's really neat. Yeah. Now, I'm standing by the the idea that they should do an interview with somebody at for the main part of the podcast and then at the end potentially put like a caller mm-hmm. as opposed to a full episode of, of callers. But that's right. just me and I'm not a professional. I know. I professionally suck. We're we're working on it. We're getting there. (laughs) But it never showed up and super bummed about it. Mm -hmm. But then lo and behold, sometime later, let's say approximately four or five months, we find out last Saturday, this last Saturday (laughs) that he's doing this thing on looped and that you can purchase a ticket for the show. And then if you buy a specific ticket, you can also talk to him. After the show. Boom. So we got it on Saturday. (laughs) And then it was like fucking Tuesday (laughs) that we that we did this thing. And the the show was cool. He wasn't really doing material. He was just kind of chatting and reading comments. And then they did a bit where these other people were coming on to the screen with him, like a shared screen experience. Mm -hmm. And then he was talking to these people one on one, maybe like five different people. Mm -hmm. One person that he references here that we'll hear in a in a minute. Um, was Noel? Yeah, that was a, a really sweet lady from Ireland. Yes, is that where it was? Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. And um, but she, but she, she clearly had some sort of disability, and it was you know he was trying to be nice, but also recognizing that he was on kind of a time crunch because otherwise she would have kept talking yeah. and talking, and that's why at the beginning of what you're about to hear, he makes a joke about about Noel, like she's waiting for me. I need to talk to her some more. So, which but, she was because she had paid. She even said she paid for the meeting. Yeah, rate. so she, so she, she got, got to like, do that twice. She got like double time with Bob, which good for her. Which, yeah, good for her. Fun. That's cool. Which but like, good but grief. She, I mean, she was nothing but sweet to him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so yeah, so we watched the show. We were seventh in line. Mm-hmm. So very similar to a, a while back, I have an episode where I got to talk to Lisa Loeb. My daughter was also supposed to talk with me, but Wait, she fell asleep. Come on, <laughs> she was <laughs> done. She was done. <laughs> and uh, then our number came up, and then there was Bob. Uh, yeah. And how about we let everybody hear the conversation? Here we go. And just this is the first time that Joe's seen it. 
all since, through. Yeah, I've, I've only happened. seen like one clip where it's like not too long. But yeah, I'm like, oh. well, I didn't want to spoil it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm all about making you. Um, oh, this is funny. My Instagram thing on here just popped up. It says since you follow Bob, you might like The Rock. Oh, weird. That's a jump. <laughs> okay. It's a bit of a jump. <laughs> Thank you. Notifications. People from, people from the '90s. Instagram doesn't know what the fuck they're doing mm-hmm. at all. They're owned by Facebook. <laughs> I know. Like, come on. Drives me kind of crazy, come actually. On. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is: our conversation with Bob Saget. How long? How long did you guys have to wait, Lance uh, and Joe? A bit. Oh, sorry. I've even got Noel waiting. Oh, <laughs> Bob, this is so cool. Great, this was fun. I didn't yes. know I'd have so much fun. How are you guys we, doing? We're doing great. We were just sitting here talking about uh, holding your pee at concerts. concerts. <laughs> like, That's what else is there to talk and about? How much it sucks. How much it sucks, but how much we want to do it again. Ex- right. Oh, no, I would love to. Do I can't this. wait to rupture my bladder. I just uh-huh. can't. Exactly. It's going to be I want to so do good. I, before I perform, everybody, no matter who they are, before they perform, they got to piss. If you got to shit, you have to do it because you right. can't. When I was on once, Broadway, once you it's don't in your shit. mind, once you think about it, it's you got to clean over. out the instrument. <laughs> well, That's right. uh, Bob, my name is Lance. This is my buddy Joe. Hey. Yo, um, yo. And I have, uh, I, I have a, a quick story for you, if you don't mind. Please. No. Um, it- so prior to October, I called a number and I had left a message. And on October 14th, I was working on an arcade game at my bar. And uh, and I got a phone call that I, I didn't have my ringer on because I'm an idiot. And I uh, felt my phone vibrate because I was bending down to do something. And it was you calling me. And it was the, the greatest. Was like, it from a podcast? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was the greatest 20 minutes. And, <laughs> and it, it just flew by like in, in my mind. And I just had so much fun talking to you. Thank and you. so I'm. I wanted to take take a moment before we talk about other things to to if there's any way possible because I never heard it come out on the podcast. So if if there's oh, any chance that I can I don't get know it, where the you know they don't I don't know where they bank the footage. I don't know yeah. where they do it. That's the problem. Well, because they sure they trim them down for time. That's kind right. of the reason. Well, I'm pretty sure it was on October 14th. Okay, let me let me make a note. Sure. Yeah. I'm immediately at work. I'm gonna I'm gonna see see what happens. I'm gonna see if I can get it. That would have your number on there, and if we have it, we'll just text it to you. That would that'd be so cool. Anything that I can do, it would mean the world to me. Now I'm aware of it. I'll make them aware of it because we haven't been doing those calls in a while. We're gonna do it again, but now everybody's copying that. They're doing what I did. Oh yeah, I know. I know. And I was just worried because now that COVID is kind of dialing down, I didn't I didn't know if times had changed so much and then you wouldn't put it out. Well, people were saying that the algorithms in those shows weren't as good as the other ones uh, yeah. with guests. And but I wanted to do them anyway. So when I have more free time, I'm about to shoot a movie. So I, I can't. But I'll do Thursdays as well. But I've just been doing mm-hmm. Mondays. So yeah. we'll do, I would do people calls on Thursdays. So that's. Uh, yeah. How, however, um, I cannot express to you enough how amazing I've found that, and uh, amazing is overused, but I just love the podcast oh, and I love the guests. And when you pop up with somebody like Gilbert Gottfried yeah. or uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Norm, I can't wait. Yeah. Norm and I have to close a deal because we yeah. have something we're going to do, but that, um that would be yeah, fantastic. and that's that's and I've got some real good ones. I'm talking to Bob Newhart tomorrow. I, um, yeah. Do, do you get do you get butterflies? No, I he's, a, he's no? a friend of mine. I go to dinner yeah, with him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm a lucky bastard. I mean, I that's, know some. That's and awesome. I'm also talking to Joe Montaigne tomorrow. Wow, Sweet. you got a busy day. Yeah, I got a busy day, and then I'm getting ready for this movie. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Let's yeah. take a picture while we got each yeah, other here. Please. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let's take one more. I think I look like forty-year-old virgin poster. <laughs> Good, That's fantastic. Hey, and I wanted to have my my buddy here. We're both big fans of 
stand-up comedy. Yeah. And about a year ago or so, I mean, there's no there's no easy way into this, but Joe was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Yeah. And sorry. And, and, it's almost been a year. I'll be 32 in May, but I'm rocking the chemo pump. I'm feeling awesome. Yeah. And it's like uh, you were talking about you got your stuff. hair. Yeah, I do. Exactly. No one knows the wiser. No for, the wiser. for some reason, his chemo uh, concoction that they put together is keeping his hair. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. You were talking about your sister and how, like, you know, important it is to kind of make jokes. And so uh, we do yeah. open mics. And uh, so I wrote some cancer jokes and it posted. We can't get Earth. enough of them. I know. Right. Yeah. We're, Honestly, I do for I know people with ALS that are going up doing it. I know people that are Parkinson's, you know, people, you know, it's just nuts. Yeah. It is. What's yeah. happening to people. Yeah. And how they get through it. So um, knocking on wood, you get well, because yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Right. I'm rocking it and we're just going to keep going. But yeah, we're, we live just north of Ames, Iowa. So I don't know if you've been to Iowa much, but I have, I'm supposed to play a casino there um really yeah i don't know which one um well we'll keep an eye out for it yeah look out my schedule and then if you see me and you come to it uh come backstage and we'll take a selfie because we'll be allowed to then cool oh that'd be so cool that's very cool we won't be caring about social distance (laughs) i hope not right (laughs) get your shots are you allowed to get your shot joe i'm fully vaccinated he's vaccinated don't don't you love the people that don't want to get them yeah, right. Like, come on. We've we've had words about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you not want to get the vaccine? No, I do. Uh, he he already had it. My wife, um, she's already got the first round because she's a teacher. But who but, doesn't want to get them? Do you know someone that doesn't want to get it? Oh, I I mean we I I'm a, I own a bar uh, in Ames and we have. Oh. Plenty of people that even through the whole time, it's been it's been so weird because we had to be open in order to make money, but it we we were like scared to be open, right. and um, yeah, there was a lot of people in there that just didn't care so much, and some you know you would have people that would stay at their own tables and would be cautious about these things, but. You could definitely tell the people that it didn't bother them. It's strange the number of people that don't care about people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, take care of yourself. That makes me sad, but I think once this is over, uh, we'll all get out, do our thing, and we won't notice them as much anymore. You know? We just notice them because they're out not caring, you know? Right. It's like, on people. Well, I got to go because I got Noelle in Dublin staying up. Oh, <laughs> she was so sweet. Yeah, that was oh, awesome. That. Yeah. How many VIPs are you doing tonight? Yeah. How many calls do you have to make? I got. I there's a lot of people waiting. So. Yeah. Okay, uh, Bob. I kept sending this because you're good guys. So I apologize. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, we we can't thank you enough. I have looked up to you for for a long, long time. And uh, I could go on further, but I don't have the time for it. And um, I just watched just... Dirty Work with him. Like this, he, he hadn't seen Dirty Work, <laughs> so we great. showed it to him. Me and a buddy of mine, we were just at the gym. This buddy, uh, my friend Mike, and we're just like reciting lines back to one another. Well, I'm trying to make a sequel. That's what we're I cannot about. wait for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, so we, we'll... we 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 just in everyday life, it's like it's the, that hurts the most. Well, except for the other thing. That, yeah. that actually hurts. That, yeah, and that wasn't the original line. I had to dub that. We uh, had to cut it out because he said anal rape. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So that and the <laughs> anal rape. But and I had so if you look at his mouth, if you watch it again, yeah. he's saying anal rape. <laughs> I had him I had him dub the line. Oh my goodness. For the studio. So I gotta good. run. We only got the That's all right, Bob. Thank I kept so adding time. You, my man. Take Be care. well. Get well, Thank Joe. You. Thank and you. thank I you for your that. kind words. It means a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. This means a lot to us. Absolutely. Thank take care, you. Bob. You guys take care of yourself. I'll see you in Iowa. Yes. Sounds good. I'll Bye-bye. be there. I might not come into the bar, though. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's allowed. Thank you. How cool is that? There was. Oh my God. Like, so many fun details in there. I know. And just, like... It was a little bit of anxiety at first because you you were telling me that you know we we'd already done it with like uh, with Lisa Loeb yeah and then when I saw it in person it's just like he's called one 
he's called two yeah he's called three and then it's like okay we're we're next and then it goes the screen goes black and then it says bob is previewing you right now and then mm-hmm. he just hey hey fellas and we're like wow here we go <laughs> <laughs> and that is so cool because like in contrast um lisa Loeb gave you like four minutes and bob just right. kind of kept on touching the button to kind of yeah. keep on two three four five and you're like shit it was like 10 that was a 10 minute video or right nine minute 30 second or whatever yeah but like yeah i think we got out exactly what we needed to and we got to the point of like getting the information for the recording mm-hmm. and then i wanted to touch on iowa a little bit just to right. kind of yeah. see you never know who's i mean on. it's a good thing you did mm-hmm. because then we found out that he's coming to iowa he is in a year from now. A, a year, year from, from today. today. That's right. That's right. Yes. To Diamond Joe's Casino. Oh, uh, my favorite of all and the casinos. Then I found out yesterday when I was um, buying tickets for cheap, mm-hmm. which I'm like, all right, this is great. Um, his website. So the casino has, I think, the correct dates. But then I went okay. to his website, which also has all of his dates. Yeah. And his website has it off by a day. Like. So oh, he does. That's interesting. So he does Diamond Joe's in Dubuque, and then the next day on Sunday, yeah, he's got a Sunday gig in Sioux City, just like the other side of the state. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So, so um, I oh just say that again. The other side. The other side of the state. Yeah. So I actually I don't know I went to his Twitter mm-hmm. and I didn't know if he had like a direct message or anything. I'd imagine not. Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted him. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but I tried to get his attention. I'm like, hey, your website it's off a day for your Iowa date. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll get to him or not. Just but, trying to help him out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there you go. But yeah, so I went there and I found out like right after that call, we're like, I wonder where he is in Iowa. And we found out Dubuque. Sweet. And then we bought tickets. I'm stoked. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, and he's going to let us backstage? What the heck? Yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun trip. That was nice of him to do that invite. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, And, I mean, the thing is, Dubuque is almost just as far as Sioux City. It is. (laughs) Because we're in the middle of the state. But I'm standing by this statement. But he's got to go, like, six hours to get to. Yeah. But the drive to Dubuque. And I'm going to stand by this is way less shitty than the drive to Sioux it's City. It's true. I've been on both of those. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> the drive to Sioux City is like, I don't know. Have you driven through Nebraska? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of what it's like. There's been plenty of rag brands that have started at Sioux City. Bob Saget. That was fantastic. That was and great. It's possible. Maybe because he said he was going to look into it or at least pass along a note. Maybe I'll get to hear that call back someday. Mm-hmm. Did you wind up calling him? I did. I I left him a message and I said, hey, you know, talk to him via looped and whatever. So if there's any way I can get it, I gave him all my information. I left my social security number, my address, all of my pins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. DNA. I'm just hoping. Oh, my God. I I hope that. I gave him my nasal swab. Yeah. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Pokes out of the phone on the other end. So we'll see. Dude. We'll see. I hope that pans out because that'd be great. And then like to top it off a year from now and be like, hey, we got pretty much everything we wanted yeah (laughs) it's like wow i am not too optimistic that i will ever get it because i know it's out of his hands Mm -hmm. and somebody and it maybe was deleted yeah maybe they're not like what we do for podcasts and keep everything right you know i keep all the raw footage just in case because someday one of us will be dead and then somebody will be able to well someday both of us will be dead and somebody can take all of our audio and recreate right. all these conversations. I know. We get to us. upload our consciousness or <laughs> exactly. maybe maybe they'll take it and like they'll they'll line it up with some sick beats. It's possible. And then like our <laughs> voices, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. Yep. So I think that was really exciting cuz I uh, I think among what I don't remember the last celebrity we really got to meet, I guess. I mean, we saw Dane or we saw uh Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I think maybe right before that was maybe Dane Cook or something. Like Yeah. It was you know, a, like maybe a month or two. Yeah. It felt like it was pretty close. Where we didn't really. Yeah. It was like November and then January or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So I think like the last meet and greet was probably Dane Cook mm-hmm. where you're kind of sitting there going, okay, let's. All right. Well, how much time do I have? Okay. Let's see. What what do I really want to say? Whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of the closest we got with with bob saget because yeah. i hadn't had to i still had like the you know it was kind of exciting but yet just kind of all right here we go all mm-hmm. right and then just uh, go <laughs> okay. and the way that that's set up like it's neat that you get to do it it gives you the opportunity but it 
when you have a countdown like that, or it's he's called this many people, he's called mm-hmm. this many people, it's it will trigger anybody's anxiety. Yeah. And then you have the big clock at the top of this is how much time. I mean, yeah, maybe awesome. maybe not so much if you don't give a shit who you're going to talk to mm-hmm. or, you know, you already know them. But when it's somebody that you admire like I do to him, it's uh, it's like, all right, one one more. Go. OK, now I guess we're up. OK, <laughs> let's wait yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then he was so th- like he was so generous with the the timing because yeah we didn't know where it was going we didn't know it'd be 10 but we mm-hmm. had a guess we'd have maybe about that much time because right of the amount of time before us that yeah there were yeah, colors. yeah and so i think okay i think we might have a little bit more time than what we would for like lisa mm-hmm. Loeb. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah he kept on it was just that was the anxiety of it because you're going into a story and like okay i hope you okay get all the details out about the recording and then it's like 45 seconds right and then it's like uh now we're back up to two minutes so, okay <laughs> <laughs> and then uh what do we no wanna, he was very generous like what do we want to say okay this this and it got down to like 30 seconds uh, minute 45 no. like, yeah. so that was pretty fun to watch solid dude stand-up guy oh, and so I, cool. I and i know that People may have a preconceived idea of him based on past bits and his, uh, like back in the 2000s, being a, a little more foul-mouthed, but, uh, he, you know, he doesn't yeah. really do that much stuff. Any- yeah. I mean, he still makes jokes, obviously, but, mm-hmm. you know, I make jokes that are well, offensive. So I went down. Everybody the, does yeah, that. I went down the YouTube rabbit hole of Bob Saget's stand-up. Because, like, I know he has done it and right. stuff, but, God, there was some good... He just keeps going. Funny bits. Just boom, 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 I boom, love boom, there's... Boom, boom, boom. I think it must be Dangerfield's estate or somebody affiliated with the old comedy club. Yeah. And they've uploaded clips of different comedians mm-hmm. at Dangerfield's. Yeah. I, that was the name of it, right? Because I texted you a joke he had, and this is another one I'll, I'll do. But yeah, it was uh, it was Rodney Dangerfield on stage. And yeah. Oh, this next comic, he's great, and it's Bob Saget, and then he comes uh-huh. up. It's 1984. I don't know when uh, America's Funny Song Videos came out. Mm-hmm. Like, 90... 90- no, that can't be right. Two? He, 94? Eh, I don't know. I th- Was it before? Because it was 84 and he referenced it. In a way. 84. Yeah, my phone's upstairs. But anyway. 84? Um, hold on. Echo. When did America's Funniest Home Videos start? America's Funniest Home Videos, also called America's Funniest Videos, is an American video clip television series on ABC based on the Japanese variety show Fun TV with Kato Chan and Ken Chan. That's all you get. Boo. Okay, so this. <laughs> Here, hold on. So this was a clip from 84, so I don't know when it started, but that he basically... seems super early. Yeah, but it looked like... Hold on, 84, maybe... No, okay, hold on. There's another one. Uh, okay, I watched one from 84 and then one that was in... Okay, I've that got wasn't it. 84. I've got it. Okay, I'm going to get the official... Okay. okay. It wasn't 84 because it came in the second... It came in the second video I saw, so I know that. Okay. Okay. That makes a little more sense. Okay. America's Funniest Home Videos premiered 1989. Okay, so that would have been, yep. So this one was probably like early 90s. So okay. Bob still would have been doing stand-up, but also doing the other gig too. So he had something about like a joke where uh, he wanted to, you know, film his wife uh, mm. in bed. But it's like, I mean, like, I mean, she doesn't like it, but, you know, hey, if she falls down weird, uh, she can win $10,000. So it's like, <laughs> it's like that's great. <laughs> Full House started in 1987. Okay. Where he was Danny Tanner. Um, wow. Because yeah. the clip I saw in 84 was way before that. It, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I, but, like, it's fun to see his pace, and he just cracks a joke, goes on the next, cracks a joke. He doesn't really have long setups or anything. It's so funny. Right. Okay. Uh, here we go. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Hold on. Shit. I've got to. No. Nah. Stop it. Nah. Ah. Here's a guy who's very funny. But he's lonely. He needs acceptance. Make him happy, won't you? Bob Saget. How about it? All right, Bobby, here we are now. There it is. Thank you. Gosh, you're a wonderful audience. You really are. I'm not just kissing up. I'm really not. I swear. I'm, I'm slobbering all over you is what I'm doing because I need you to like me real bad because I have no act and I have no life and I have no future. I'm serious. My mom is Gumby, my dad is Pokey, and I'm Mr. Potato Head. So I talk real fast. If you have any drugs, take them now. I'm serious. I, I'm not funny, but I am quick. 
That's the problem I have with women, too. But it's good to be here. It's just it really boom, is. boom, boom. Yeah. I'm not just kissing up again. It's the second time I've done it. I just want to take a jacuzzi with you and throw in a toaster. I'm not kidding. I've never been this happy. But you're a great crowd, and I care about all of you individually. I just want to have sex with you right now. I'm serious. But I, but I can. I'm working right now. But I'm a happy guy because I, I got married. Married my girlfriend of seven years. That's her age. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Oh my god! So he just has like bump, bump, bump. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's pretty fucking funny. Um, it's been too long. We gotta go. We gotta go. Break time. Boosh. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Uh, so that Bob Saget video, the the one that we played earlier, yeah. That and a bunch of the other stuff that we've gotten before, like Neilan and all that, I'm going to put all that shit up on Patreon. Oh, that'd be so, so cool. So you can watch all the videos Yeah, right there. And not even like with us talking, you know, watching it or whatever. It's just going to be the videos. It's mm-hmm. going to be a place where I can put it up. So if anybody wants to see that, go and check out our Patreon. Woohoo! So, yeah. Um, that was really cool. And uh, a year from now, hopefully we can get that selfie. Here we go. That'd be fun. We're going to make it a family trip, sort of hopefully yeah know. no no no. there's a there's a water park over there anybody that wants to join us yeah you know where we're gonna be yeah it's not that i mean we didn't say specifically but you could probably crack that code it's obvious based <laughs> on everything that we just said and lord knows we're not going to sioux city no so there's that how about we do some news here we go i need a we don't have it yet so make me a thing uh that's our news right there i'm i'm working on one there you go oh. it's coming it's gonna be here soon uh, in New York City, a New York City woman discovers empty apartment behind her bathroom mirror. I just saw of that. I didn't, you did? I didn't dive into that article, but I saw that headline today. Why would you even tell anybody? Just keep it. Because you know they're going <laughs> to fucking charge you rent. I don't know. I know, right? Like, ah, uh, an extra 1400 bucks a month. This is via NBC News. So, I mean, we can trust them, right? A woman in New York City went viral on TikTok Wednesday after posting a video series documenting her journey to discover a secret unoccupied apartment behind her bathroom mirror. In the first video of her four-part saga, saga, all right, Samantha Hartso, Hartso, yep, said she was trying to find the source of cold air that was blowing into her Manhattan apartment when she discovered that air was coming from behind her bathroom mirror. Hartso said she removed it from the wall. What Hartso said she found was a large square-shaped hole in the wall that peered into a dark room, a scene that watchers compared to the Oscar-winning film Parasite. Ooh, did you ever watch that, Parasite? I think I missed that one. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was solid. I don't know. I mean, it won Best Picture, I believe. I don't know if it needed to win. Like, it was good, but I don't know if it... I don't know. Maybe I'm being too picky. But it was a good movie. It's good for a watch. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. I'm not sure I never I'm Repeat. not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure I ever need to re-watch it. Okay. But still good. Um Parasite and the 1992 horror film Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> I gotta watch that. Is that remake. the theme song? Candyman. From, <laughs> the Candyman can. <laughs> oh god, that's just where, that would be more horrifying. I know. <laughs> where <Yeah>. a murderous <laughs> spirit appears after victims repeatedly call his name into the mirror. Is it only three, like Bloody Mary? Is it Bloody Mary? Or is Bloody Mary, you keep going? I don't know. How does that work? Until one shows up. Uh, I don't know. You're sitting there like, I got the tomato juice. Hold Mm, on. It says here, Hartso ultimately decided to venture into the other side of the bathroom. Curiosity killed the cat. Curiosity is going to kill me, Hartso told NBC New York. I can't not know what's on the other side of my bathroom. The video showed Hartso clad in face mask, headlight, and hammer, twisting her body into the hole, much to the dismay of her roommates. Classic. So and anyway, she's never seen again. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> After investigating, I skipped a little bit here. Um, on the other side of the hole was an entire apartment that appeared to be unfinished and unoccupied. The video showed. Bags of trash and an uninstalled toilet littered the floors. I mean, there would just be the one toilet, though, right? That'd be weird. After investigating both floors of the apartment, Hartso locked the front door to the empty apartment and returned back to her apartment through the hole in her bathroom. When I came back, my roommates were 
excited, she said. I hesitated. That wasn't in the mm-hmm. article. Um, more than 9 million viewers have watched it. Hartso added she is she has not contacted her, land, her landlord yet, but has contacted the maintenance department to fix the hole behind her mirror. Oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be funny if she had to pay for it. Like, uh, 1400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm. Uh, thoughts about that. What if you found out that you had a whole other house connected to your house? Well, it'd be interesting to see if the landlords knew about it yeah or not i don't know if how like this is a little bit now did she have access to it or was it like totally boarded off and like no one knew about right. this space excellent question and, you know because it sounds like she locked the front door of the space and then went back through mm-hmm. so there's a door somewhere that someone knows mm-hmm. someone's got to know that that's like but maybe they don't know that it's connected you know, yeah. so I don't know. It, it seems like the headline seems like it's like this secret space, mm-hmm. but you know, it'd be fun to try to utilize in right? some way. Just be like, get Just more for your, some stuff. New York. There. This is New York. Well, too. that's what they did in. This is weird. I'm a huge nerd, but that's kind of what they did in the show Mad About You. Mm-hmm. So later on in the series, Paul and Jamie Buckman, Helen Hunt, and Paul Reiser, they purchased the apartment next to theirs like on the same floor I got you. which it connected via the bathroom so then they they have two bathrooms over there and then eventually like their daughter lived in the other part of the apartment and whatever yeah. but that's essentially the same thing just yeah. knock down that wall and, you're and there. yeah there huh. it is whole other apartment weird i would totally try to utilize that without having to pay more rent right <laughs> somehow no everybody would do mm-hmm. that I mean, it's a big apartment for your cats. Right. There you go. Uh, are you ready for article number two? Let's do it. This is from People. Not that anybody gives a shit. Fucking people. Fucking people. <laughs> Disney cast members report being spat on, harassed by guests who don't comply with safety protocol. What's up with that? It has a quote here at the top. I cried the first week I started, one Florida Park employee told the, or- the Orlando Sentinel. I guess that's a paper. I wouldn't know because I don't live there. A Walt Disney cast member reported being spat on by a resort guest while trying to enforce safety protocols amid the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. In a report published by the Orlando Sentinel, a Disney security guard that was stationed at Disney's Contemporary Resort Hotel, Disney's Disney's Contemporary Resort, Resort Hotel detailed the incident when they reminded a guest to put their mask on before walking into the building. The male guest, who was not identified by name by the publication, reportedly told the guard, I'm a guest and asked to be left alone. Before he allegedly spat on the guard, spat's a weird word, mm-hmm. right? I, I get it. It's like, Spitted. yeah, I don't know. Spat at the guard with some of his saliva landing on the guard's forehead. Tasty. <sighs> the outlet added that the man then hurried inside the hotel where he entered an elevator and disappeared. He was unable to be identified following the incident. That's because he was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is one magic. When loogie. you spit on somebody and you right, <laughs> uh, Disney magic loogie. Like, that's where in this corona, you know, life we live, dude, I'll sign up to be Woody. Like, mm-hmm. give me a big head thing to, yeah. like, cover my whole head and just, yeah. like, come on. What would you do, IRL, if, like, tomorrow you go to the store and somebody next to you doesn't have a mask on and not saying that you would do this? But if you say, hey, and maybe it was like pulled down or something, don't, yeah. and you say like, don't forget your mask or whatever, because you're within close proximity and you can't get away from this person because you really want SpaghettiOs, yeah, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. And they say, fuck you, and they spit on your face. <laughs> what would you do? Um, I'd probably heighten the situation because, mm-hmm. I don't know, just want to watch the world burn and put someone in their place. I feel like I am entitled to punch somebody in the face if they spit on my face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's part of them hitting me. This is now turned into a self-defense like, okay. situation. So pick up a can of goulash and rabio. Just like, I now that's, you have ammo all around you in a grocery store. That's like that viral video of the dude. The twisted at, tea. Yes. Ooh, when that was just such, smack that guy in the face. You know, I miss all of those memes. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, oh my god! If you guys haven't seen that, Mama um, said, "Knock you out." <laughs> and like Twisted Tea, I love it. It's just such a, you know, a light alcoholic. Beverage. I can only have one, mm-hmm. and it's a little too. This is a. But how they turned it so badass. So yeah. like, here's like a round of. A six revolver, but then all the bullets are twisted T, twisted T. Oh, did they do that? Oh, I didn't did see a, that. Oh, they did a huge thing. Like, I mean, like in the internet world where it was like. Uh, I get. Okay, finish. Yeah. Where it was like just they made twisted T way more lethal. You know, like it showed Kung Fu people with their pants and it said twisted T on the side because they're kicking it. You know, the idea. Of, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I get. This might be offensive. I'm sorry. I get white trash vibes yeah. when I drink a Twisted Tea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, the reason I drink it is because I do like Long Island iced teas, and that's essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I don't know if it's because of the pictures that they had on the back, and, like, I don't know. There's something white trashy about that. Mm-hmm. But I'll have, like, one a year, mm-hmm. and that's about it. But and in that night, I can only really have one because it does – I don't know if it's a sugar thing – or what it is. Right. It's too much. Yeah. It's like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah. But I feel way less white trashy about that. Right. For some reason. It's next level up. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what I think. Cheap booze. Anyway, would you ever work at a Disney park? Um, I'm not. If I was younger, maybe 10 years ago, I would. Yeah. But like, I feel like I don't have the energy to maintain like a cheery right this way. You bet. There's like, I think there's just a. I don't know if people are hiding it or if they naturally have that capability, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm like, I think I'd be exhausted every fucking day mm-hmm. of just being so cheery and nice. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. I don't know if I ever told you this. And undoubtedly, if I've never told you this, nobody else listening to this podcast, uh, this is a podcast, right? I try. Uh, <laughs> um. <clears throat> So nobody else has heard this, I guess. But uh, maybe some close friends might know. But back in 2000 to 2001, there was a time that I had a hookup down in Florida. Mm-hmm. So I had met somebody that worked at Universal Studios. And I was dangerously close to attending, instead of going to college in Des Moines or um, where's the other place? I'm thinking of words. It was Iowa City. Uh, instead of um, instead of going to college there, I had all the paperwork done to go to Valencia mm-hmm. College down. It's around the Orlando area. And I had something set up where I, I can't remember if it was a straight up interview or if I was just going to talk to somebody or what. But for a job. At Universal Studios. Oh, boy. And I was very close to doing it. Mm -hmm. And guess what happened? Babies. No. Wife. Yes. Well, she wasn't my wife then. Girlfriend. But I I met. Yeah. (laughs) I I met Becky. And then I had to make a decision. And I I think it was probably a little A, a little B. You know, like I was nervous to go down there to not be around any friends or family. But I was also like real fucking stoked. And I wanted to I wanted to do something in the acting realm. And I was fairly confident that I could do it. Now, back then, I wouldn't have been nearly as prepared as I am now after doing, you know, so much more and living life more. But man, it would have been fun. Mm -hmm. I But I never did it because I started talking to Becky and. I'd mm-hmm. shut it down. Now, if I was, you know, now that's kind of going back. If I was a character, that'd be a lot more upkeep. Mm-hmm. But if I was like a park person that's like, you know, custodian or the yeah. ticket guy, you know, yeah. it's a little bit more relaxed. But still, there's, mm-hmm. I've known a couple people I've gone down there to like Disney World area where they train you on all the little things of like, uh, you can't point with just a finger. You have to point with like a full hand kind of thing. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, and then like all the, if you play a character, like there's a way more to it. Like if you're, you know, Woody or if you're a princess mm-hmm. and you're real, you know, then you have like, you have to practice the same. Like if you're signing an autograph and a kid asks you for a signature. Yeah. 
you'll find that all the princesses have the same signature because they go to class to make it all look the same. You know, it's the like, absolutely, <laughs> you know, you know, the first person that started pointing with their full hand, who's that? Hitler. Looking yeah. at planes. Oh, yeah, there you go. Thank yeah, you. airplanes. Hey, guys. There it goes. There, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it caught on. It, like, oh. uh, it caught on a little too much. But, but for some reason, if it's two, it's like more holy. And like, no, that's you know, true. Don't get me started on know, that. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of weird. You are right. But the um, yeah, and then the the signatures. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's threads you can find on the internet, but like, yeah, I, I've had a couple friends that have gone through culinary classes back in college, and then they wound up down at Disney. And mm-hmm. uh, there's, like I have a, friend, a, you know, I have a distant cousin that was goofy. Really? Down there. Oh my and gosh. I can't remember if it was just for a year or what, but I'm oh sure man. it was some internship. And there was somebody else that I knew. Who was it? That um, they were down there and they knew, like, you would stay kind of on a property mm-hmm. as as a guest. If you were a part, or not as a guest, I'm sorry. A as a, yeah, as a character or other, like, cast members i know that disney does cast members yeah that's what they say and you know you would uh, this this girl would be cinderella from this time to this time they would go back and then swap out for another person so nobody's getting too hot or too tired or anything like that i can only imagine what it's like in those in the bigger suits like goofy and mickey and then the the big stage shows that are in front of the castles like those are now kind of animatronic like their eyes blink Mm mm-hmm and everything like it's not a the if you haven't been there in a long time the costumes they've taken them up a notch really yeah huh. absolutely i've only ever been to disneyland uh back in the day when i was like 10 11 12 years you've seen yeah. the photo yeah and that, so i would love to you know someday it'd be fun to i've never been to disney world mm-hmm. or universal studios down in florida i told you it'll probably happen it'll happen but you're, like you're essentially an extension of our right? family <laughs> i was just telling paul the other day we should just get all go. get our families together all head down there like two cars yeah whatever it's so much cheaper now Pull some if money you have a together, car yeah because yeah. uh, that's how we live in the iowa yeah it's like hey 14 hour drive sure no plane <laughs> ticket okay all right <laughs> it's like yeah Absolutely. Someday. I anyway. I would. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'd be. You know, maybe not now because I got kids and responsibilities and stuff. But it would have been fun. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking be Beetlejuice. Right. And just, you know, and yeah. do those shows and entertain people and I'm just saving that one for later. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Mister Potato Head changes like identity mm-hmm. this last week. Um. It's a vegetable. What do you think about that? It's a vegetable. It's a toy. Yeah, I think we have bigger problems in the world. I think but that okay. not only do we have bigger problems in the world, it felt like something that I did delete it, a comment I thought was funny, but for other you, you posted it. I posted it on someone else's like it was they posted a joke about it. Rut row, and then and then you dialed it up a notch. I dialed it up a notch, <laughs> but then I decided to like, yeah, this is kind of getting borderline. It, someone could take it the wrong Uh-oh. way, but I thought it was funny. So it was something about <laughs> this, and this is a friend of mine I've known for a while. She, you know, she was just like, ah, I don't get it, but whatever. It's changing his identity or non-gender or yeah. whatever. Um, and then I posted something like, don't judge me too hard on this. I'm like, hey, you know, if I had a bunch of items stuffed in my ass, I wouldn't know how to identify either. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I had like, ah, it's it's a solid joke. And then I just like, yeah, I better back it up. It, it's not. It, here's the thing. It's I'm gonna. It, I can understand why some people might find it offensive, <laughs> but it's not geared at anybody, right? And it's not necessarily malicious, at least the way that I took it. Mm-hmm. And if you were to do it in front of a crowd, I think you'd get a decent laugh. Yeah. Although you would also get some groans, <laughs> but most of your jokes do. Right. <laughs> well, you got to build up from somewhere, <laughs> know. you know, like fine, whatever. I feel like Mr. Potato Head, who is it, Mattel? Who who owns Mr. Potato Head? I'm not Head? so sure. Yeah, I'm not in the loop with that. Yeah, Fisher-Price, maybe. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't ask Echo. <laughs> uh, let's Let's find out here. Uh, you're pretty on the ball with knowing that because I never have. I that for some reason that one I I don't. Hasbro, Hasbro, hey Hasbro, mm, Hasbro, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> I think that 
it's almost like they were worried that somebody was going to come after them mm-hmm. because like are you there was a mrs potato head too yeah so is pac-man it's gonna... not like gender needs to go away yeah i don't get it because there's pac-man and miss pac-man yeah well i mean they're not really relevant you know it's not like yeah. anybody's making pac-man shit yeah. and there's no yeah i get it but there's no like personality there there's nothing mm-hmm. to it same with mr and mrs potato head mm-hmm. who gives a shit like nobody was coming after you, Hasbro. Mm. Like <laughs> nobody, nobody cared. <laughs> like you've existed since the forties or fifties. Yeah. You were fine. Just swap out the glasses, and no one cares. Just I don't. I don't get it. I totally had one. Or just sell Mister Potato Head with all the shit, so yeah. it can be Mrs. Potato Head. If it, it can be whatever to. you want it to be. Yeah. I mean, potato fluid. There was no because you can be a curly fry, <laughs> you can be a tater tot. There was no. There's no genitalia. Genitalia. Um, genitalia. It's the spaghetti. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what's happening. I know, but it's like, I don't know. This might be our best episode. But ever. like, how come they've never done anything with like Barbies come through? Very different, very like, yeah, maybe not Barbie, but just in dolls in general. I am surprised that they make dolls now that are like handicapped, they come with wheelchairs, they make dolls now with like hearing aids. Disabilities. I mean, there was a time that people were going after Barbie, yeah, as well. But that's the thing if you don't like it, if you don't support it, don't fucking buy it, mm-hmm. let other people do what they want. You can't shut down everything, right? You know, mm-hmm. you can't cancel everything, yeah. But that's where, and this okay, shifting gears. Uh, there's uh, that story of uh, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Some books now. It's like, okay, they're not getting the banned. Books, the, those, right. They're well, not getting banned. They just realized we're just not going to reproduce these. Right. And then people get the wrong idea. Oh, well, they, you can't, they be you can't ban a book. Right. Like they're out there. Right. And these, first of all, these aren't his good stories. Mm-hmm. Like, all, it was like four of them. Yeah, it wasn't many, but it was like a that. handful that were like, eh, we, yeah. better, we better not. And the thing is, is that if you read the titles of them, nobody gives a shit mm-hmm. about these stories. And I remember, wasn't it uh, some time ago, there was something with Cat in the Hat that they were saying that it was dicey really? as oh, well. Yeah. Like Andrew some, Clay, Yeah, somebody, it was, a, it was a little Andrew Dice Clay, <laughs> and they were going after Cat in the Hat for thing something. Thing one and thing two, hey. <laughs> it, I mean, if it's if it's blatant and it's out there, but it, it, I I understand that, and maybe that's where these books are. I don't know because I don't read the garbage stories. Right. Like we have Doctor Seuss stuff in the house, yeah, but it's not. I don't know. It's, it's all the it's, top it's, picks. Yeah, it's not you know? those. You got Horton. He's a who. The Lorax. You got the cat in the hat. Yeah. You got the green eggs and ham. You know what I'm saying? Eh. I do know I what know. you're saying. I should. That'd be great if like Doctor Seuss is Italian. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sam, I am, huh? Hello. All right. The books are If I Ran the Zoo and To Think That I Saw It on Mulberry Street, On Beyond Zebra, On Beyond Zebra, and Mick Elligott's Pool. Mulberry Street, I'm most familiar with. I don't, I couldn't tell you the storyline, but I know the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. th- that says those were among the six. Dr. Sue, so it was six. Among the six books that his estate said portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so they're I improving, they, they're addressing it and improving themselves by mm-hmm. like, nah. Which is fine. But, people, you know, yeah, but, times have changed. People yeah. didn't make the best decisions mm-hmm. back then. I mean, these books are fucking old. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But it's funny how people are taking it the wrong way in a way of just like, Dude, no, no one's coming after Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're calling themselves out. So mm-hmm. calm down. And then they're putting it up against WAP or oh WAP because they're like, well, how come this song's like the song of the year? I'm like, because it's a woman empowering herself on her sexuality. Yeah. So game over. And apparently, she likes to brag. See, so that's what it is about that condition. Yeah, that was created. Mm-hmm. In her pants, but apparently, then they have to put it right up against Doctor Seuss. Not, like, not all things are equal. No, and it's just weird. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. However, you know, 
with pop culture being what it is and radio being what it is and Spotify being everywhere, it's it does get tricky with stuff like that and kids listening to the radio right. or kids having access to Spotify. Right. Because as of right now, and I'm kind of surprised there's not, there isn't a, at least that I know of, a version of Spotify that you can install that has oh, yeah. not explicit lyrics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things like that, which would have completely avoided yeah. the situation that I had with Sam like two weeks ago oh, with yeah. him wanting to play a song because he thought that it was okay that there were swear words in it. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not okay if you're listening to it just to sing the swear words. Yeah, you got to be into the music. Yeah, not just be like, it's Ugh. different. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, we're gonna, I think we're done, Yeah, but guys, we need, we need to, we need to do a thing for our Patreon. Here we go here. Um, but this is the end of our episode, our guys, 99th episode, 99, 99th. my God, Hasbro. That's right. Can you believe it? 99 episodes? <laughs> Hasbro is my new bro. Hasbro. You're going to see that in text Yo, a lot. <laughs> you a Hasbro man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has, I, it makes sense. Hasbro. <laughs> I used to be a thing, but you know, now you, you know. it's a Hasbro. You a Hasbro. You have been. Uh, we couldn't have got here without you guys. Thank you very much for sticking on the train. And yeah, the uh, the opposite train. That's right. I like it. Choo chooing along. Mm-hmm. More Bob Saget details to come, even yes. if it is a year from now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you for tuning in. Next episode is going to be a whopper. That's I right. cannot wait. 100. 100, bro. Mm. 100 has, bro. Hey, thank you, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.